Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi-straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, Incels. Sounds fake, but but okay. okay. back to the pod um arch mm. my arch madness my arch madness i made a march madness bracket thing for work because whoever wins so gets I. an extra day off and i just picked the schools that i had heard of before because there was a surprising amount of schools that i was like i don't know that i've ever heard of you did you see that um Ohio State's first game is against a school called Oral Roberts. I know of that. I do know of that school. If you're if you're familiar with Oral Roberts, I have questions. I'm relatively familiar with it because of work. As why in, why is it called that? Uh, well, I don't. Uh, all I really know is that it exists. I guess. <laughs> mm. Uh. I have Michigan winning the whole thing, though. I do, too. Michigan, Even though. Arch Madness. Michigan wins Arch Madness, which is misogynistic. Have you seen oh my God, the I videos have. of the women's yeah. weight room and the women's meals versus the men's? It's For those, wild. For those of you who don't know, March Madness is happening right now. It's a giant bracket college basketball competition in the united states there's a men's march madness and a women's march madness happening at the same time but no Um, one pays attention to the women's one yeah and it's at the same facility like they're in the same place the bubble they're in the same bubble yeah and uh like the men's weights rooms are like massive and socially distanced and blah, blah 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 and then the women's weight room was like one stack of it was weights. one tiny sack of free weights that you could get on like Amazon. And it was and, like And then the oh. basketball people were like, "No, it's not like a money thing, it's like a space thing. Like we just didn't have enough space to give the women that much equipment." And then this girl, who I think I follow her on TikTok. I don't know what school she goes to, but she's like a college basketball athlete. Like posted a video showing like the women's space and it's just as big as the men's but still only has the tiniest rack of weights and then she posted a video of them like the women on her team eating the weird lunch that they gave the women and it's like the nastiest weirdest like steak thing it was wild yeah anyway Anyway. (laughs) do we have any housekeeping uh, we posted our last episode of our D&D Dungeons and Dragons mini-series this past sure week. Did. So now all three episodes of me and Sarah and our friends Perry and Riza from Into the Gridge, which is my second D&D podcast. Um, all three episodes of us playing D&D are up, as well as the like campaign, the written module that Perry made that we played from. So... You can, if you want to play this ace-themed D&D campaign, you can find that on our Patreon, and you can play along with your fronds. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Cool. On that note, let's just dive in. Uh, Kayla, what are we talking about this week? This week, we're talking about 
in cells and also virginity is an insult things like that which i know we've in- mentioned in cell previ- culture more broadly yeah yeah and i know we did a whole episode on virginity but it was episode 14 which was like three years ago and yeah. i'm sure we've mentioned stuff about this throughout other episodes but in light of current events we're going to talk about yeah. it so for just a bit of context we're not going to go too deep into this but for anyone who doesn't know, this week in the United States, in Atlanta, there was a mass shooting, which I was about to say the mass shooting part is not surprising. Um, but the specifics yeah. of this situation were that a young white man um, intentionally targeted three different uh, like stores, locations, businesses, um, specifically because he felt he he identified as an incel and he felt like he wasn't having enough sex and he viewed the people who worked at these establishments as sexual they they were causing him sexual urges so they needed to be eliminated i guess was his mindset also very notable was the fact that um all of these establishments that he uh shot up were asian owned and he primarily killed asian women um so just a bit of context for you uh read up on it if you're not familiar um but that's 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 why this is on the mind for us this week yeah and i know i know we don't want to go too into talking about the events because we don't want to kind of trigger anyone or kind of i'm sure Everyone in the U.S. is already hearing a lot about it, uh, Mm -hmm. so you don't necessarily need to hear more about it from us. But like Sarah said, do your research and read up on how you can help anti-racism and specifically anti-Asian racism. Don't Mm -hmm. be posting yellow squares. That's insane. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but we we did kind of want to dive into the incel portion of that. Um, Obviously race played a huge part in this situation especially with the you know sexualization of asian women we're not really going to dive too much into that because uh that's not what this podcast is about and that's not we don't have expertise in that so we'll let other people discuss that you don't need to hear two white girls talking about that that's not our place but just putting it on the record that that obviously did play a big role but what we're going to do is kind of dive into what incel culture is and why it's all bullshit basically (laughs) yes okay um so where do we want to start with this kayla i guess we should probably start by explaining what an incel is just for people Mm -hmm. who don't know um so according to wikipedia incel is a portmanteau of involuntary celibates Um, They're members of an online subculture who define themselves as unable to find a romantic or sexual partner despite desiring one. Kind of your, I've seen recently a lot of people making fun of kind of the uh, pick me guy, the, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm not like other guys. I am so nice and I respect women, but nobody wants me. I wonder why. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then they are usually the type of people to then go on and sexualize women or be incredibly misogynistic. And it's... Um, or, you, you know, know, murder them. That. Or, yeah. Uh, so, yes. It's that whole sort of culture. Mm-hmm. And in the United States, a lot of recent mass shootings have been directly uh associated with people who either openly identified as incels or they would post incel memes and stuff on their social media um because these people think that women owe them something or that Mm -hmm. you know it's it it's can't be their fault that that no one wants to have sex with them it must be women's fault um which you know leads them to murder people apparently sure yep um natural response yeah natural natural response of course um but i mean i guess just going a little bit more on just like what it says on on wikipedia it's it's like they're often characterized by resentment misogyny misanthropy self-pity self-loathing self-loathing racism and a sense of entitlement to sex um and the endorsement of violence against sexually active people um so that kind of just gives you a little bit of a, a basis think of what that is. Also kind of just what I have gathered is I think it's often, incels are often viewed as kind of like nerdy or kind of like geeks. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe... Not, not the hot guys. Like people, yes. like they're, they're average looking and that's yeah, why kind of like want them. Yeah, mom's basement kind of like mm-hmm. greasy, geeky type people, which overwhelmingly white overwhelmingly heterosexual yes absolutely overwhelmingly male yeah which i think is just kind of like an interesting layer to place over it of Mm -hmm. i don't know just like looking at even if that well for starters why that is kind of what people view incels as even if that's not true and if true Mm -hmm. kind of like why it is that subgroup of people that has collected in this kind of group Right, who who self-identify in a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, as I was, um, you know, scrolling the internet as one does, past couple days, I, um, I found a tweet that said, "Incel is an attempt to depoliticize misogynist, racialized violence this time and every time." And then the person who is at Bridget Gillard on Twitter, um went on to say that last tweet was imprecise i'm talking about how law enforcement uses sex to parse politics from male desire um uncritical uses of incel do this incels are extremely political so there there's definitely an there's a there's a political uh aspect of of incels Mm -hmm. which like i know that people are like oh you shouldn't talk about politics so much on your podcast but here's the thing (laughs) it's so profoundly entwined with everything to do with sexuality and orientation and identity that like it's impossible not and, to and even outside of like i think when you think about like the intersection of queerness and politics you immediately go to things like gay rights and things like that but i think mm-hmm. it's even down to stuff like this of just like how sex itself is politicized i saw mm-hmm. i haven't looked at all into this other than seeing this tweet and being like is that crimes involving sex workers are often labeled as victimless crimes because the police Mm -hmm. doesn't label sex workers as a human yeah 
so it's it's even down to things like that of like we're past talking about orientation we're talking about like how sex is used and talked about at all yeah well and and this these tweets are in specific reference to a press conference that the um that the police did in regards to one of these shootings it was like three in a row and they were in different jurisdictions so different police uh like sheriff's offices are dealing with different ones but um one of them was you know he was all like oh well the kid was having a bad day okay well fuck you but you know the the way that they are trying to be like oh he he had a sex addiction that that's that's a thing that comes up in this specific case where they were like this this man has a sex addiction and so they try and be like well the reason he he did this was because of his sex addiction and they try and separate it from politics but you can't because yeah. the the fact that he thinks he is entitled to kill people because he is attracted to them or because he sees them as you know tempting him the fact that he thinks that he can kill people for that reason is inherently a political stance well and as is always with people with mental illnesses people with addictions there are plenty of people suffering with sex addictions with drug addictions Mm -hmm. with very severe mental disorders and most of them do not murder anyone so, yeah. I mean, that's just been a theme for years with all of these shootings in America is it always gets tied back to some sort of mental disorder, which mm-hmm. like, I'm not saying that doesn't play some kind of part in when people are violent. Obviously, you can't just separate them, but like, it doesn't excuse anything. Right. And I mean, we we tweeted about that on our Twitter. There was there was a tweet that said, incel is trending, so as a reminder, lots of people don't have sex, and they somehow manage to not go on killing sprees of Asian women. Mm-hmm. And we, quote, retweeted this and said, not having sex, no matter the reason, is never an excuse for violence, and incel culture does nothing but harm aspects and aloes alike, because that's true. Like, the mm-hmm. the fact that people view incels as, like, you know, proof that you need sex or proof that, you know, maybe men deserve sex or something. That's harmful for Aspex, but it's also harmful for Aloes. And you know, something fun and interesting about the original tweet that was tweeted that we quote retweeted, um, that person got suspended from Twitter because of that tweet. Um, Mm -hmm. And they had to appeal it. Um, Twitter's very dumb. Yeah, so they they got banned from Twitter for seven days for the tweet. They had to petition to get unbanned. But basically, Twitter Twitter was like, this is such an extreme and what they viewed as, I guess, prejudiced opinion Mm -hmm. (laughs) that they felt the need to ban this person from Twitter and they had to appeal to get themselves unbanned, Um, which kind of shows the the extreme how how extreme our view of of sex and how it should be is is entrenched in our society and that twitter was like oh it's it's offensive for you to say that um plenty of people who don't have sex uh don't kill people yeah Hmm. i mean i think this whole thing in like incel culture and like going as far as police saying things like it's a sex addiction and even going back to kind of like original points we've made in the past of like not using like virgin as an insult it just Mm -hmm. 
shows it just like it just puts so much more power behind the idea of sex not even the yeah. act of sex because yeah if the if you really think about it, the act of having sex is nothing there's like no inherent power behind that but mm-hmm. talking about things like someone's sex drive causing them to murder people or building this whole subculture around people who are quote unable to have sex or you know someone commenting something rude on your video and you even as a very progressive person saying like oh i guess you know people who don't have sex are are watching my videos now it just puts Mm -hmm. so much power behind the idea of sex to use it as an insult or an identity Mm-hmm. or anything like it's it's just very frustrating to me especially when i see people who are like very progressive people mm-hmm. continue to do things like that because it's just making the problem worse yeah and I, I i do think in this situation with incels like a lot of it is deeply associated with white supremacy and all sorts of other things so like these people would find reasons to hate um even if society wasn't the way that it was in terms of how we think about sex and relationships but the way that society operates in terms of sex and relationships is a huge part of the reason why these people like like these people wouldn't feel this way and wouldn't feel so strongly about it that they have to form online groups about how much they they hate people who have sex or they hate women or they hate whatever just because they're not getting sex from them like that's i mean it's a result of the fact that society does place so much importance and pressure on sex and virginity and whether or not a person is having sex yeah i mean like if if so much importance wasn't put on it, like, I mean, not to say these issues wouldn't still be here because people Mm -hmm. would still be awful people and would still find reasons or excuses to be racist and to be misogynistic. Like, these issues wouldn't stop. But, like, I think it it really does go to show, like, how harmful that can be even to allos. Mm -hmm. And, of course, not everyone who feels upset that, you know, there's pressure to have sex go on to be incels or to murder people. But, you know, and not giving incels an excuse. Like, I don't want to say, like, oh, poor incels, they're struggling under the burden of society. Like, you know, we all are, and most of us aren't assholes, but. Yeah, yeah. Well, and like, okay, I haven't had any sex in my whole life, and I don't fucking murder people. Like, it's, no. it's, it's, it's more than just whether or not you're having sex. Like, there's so much more to it. Um, so, you know, I, I also think, too, the fact that, like, specifically in this situation, but also in other situations, like, he, um, it's, it's often their hatred and, uh, their, attempts to murder people are often targeted at people who are um sex workers or they're people who they believe to have a lot of sex or they believe as or they see them as some sort of temptation which is what happened in this situation um and it's like so you're saying that because you're not having enough sex you hate people who do have sex like that's just like that it it goes against the entire premise of 
the a spec community and i feel like sometimes like incels and a specs like are at first glance placed together mm-hmm. um but the reality is that the ideologies are so profoundly different um yeah. that like we have i don't want anything to do with that like incel culture yeah is is so deeply entwined with the allo amato heteronormative heteronormative status quo and like incel culture is just a poster child of that like it could not go well, more against the values of the aspect community no it it feels like calling people incels which like i know they started but mm-hmm. it's it, it's just like a a nice way of calling someone a racist or a sexist you know like yeah it's it almost feels like kind of buffering and not talking about the real issue like we're kind of covering it in this kind of conversation of like oh it's these men who are angry that they don't have sex and so they do this this and this when mm-hmm. it really to me it feels like the not having sex part like really is you know it's not the biggest part of the issue and almost seems kind of like a cover for what's really going on right it's it's not pc to be like I would like to kill people because of their race. I would like to kill yeah. people because of their gender. So they hide behind the 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 aspect of sex. Right. And kind of like the woe is me side of it to to make their actions seem not as dangerous or not as extreme as they are. And I think mm-hmm. that's like that's the part of it that, you know, kind of can make it seem like the ASPEC community is, like, more roped into it. I just wish that, like, what, like, the police, when they talk about, like, they do press conferences and, like, like stuff like that, that they would just, like, leave sex out of it and just, like, mm-hmm. call what these people are doing what it actually is. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure that, you know, them not having sex does actually have something to do with it, but, like, I just feel like it was by a racist, sexist, hate crime. It wasn't right. a like by putting you know. by putting the label of incel first, and by talking mm-hmm. about not ha- them not having sex before talking about anything else. Like it just takes it takes the focus away from the underlying stuff. So it's it's just I just wish people would like I I don't know. It's hard because like I know that that's a real part of it, but I just wish that we could like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do. I do. And I, you know, for, I, as I was looking in the replies of that original tweet, um, I saw a reply that was talking about how the term incel was appropriated by extreme misogynists. It was actually created by a queer woman who was seeking a compassionate term to speak about the involuntarily celibate like herself. Now, of course, it has a whole other set of connotations and so i was like that's interesting so i i looked into it and so basically the the um what's the word the origin the origin of the term incel comes from a canadian university student named alana um who has asked to not use her last name because i bet (laughs) um but it was created by this this woman who created a website in order to discuss sexual inactivity with others. Um, It was originally called Alana's Involuntary Celibacy Project, and um, 
per Wikipedia, it says it was used by people of all genders to share their thoughts and experiences. Um, in 1997, she started a mailing list on the topic and used the ab- abbreviation InVCell, later shortened to InCell, for anybody of any gender who was lonely, never had sex, or who hadn't had a relationship in a long time. And that last bit is a direct quote. Um, you know, she she came to discover that she herself was queer she identifies as bisexual um and then it says that she stopped participating in her online project around 2000 and gave the site to a stranger so what the what the site what this this term this culture started out as was basically just you know a place for people to discuss how not having sex when they wanted to have sex may have um impacted their life it it wasn't a yeah it feels Ill very intended <laughs> no it feels very innocent just like mm-hmm. people talking almost like a like a lonely hearts club type of thing of people that just like haven't had luck in like the sex or romance department of their life kind of like commiserating right. on their struggles and like probably Mm -hmm. helping each other out because like it you know like not to say that like getting rejected and stuff like that isn't hard and doesn't suck it's just that you know clearly you don't have to take it to extremes right like if what you want is relationships and sex but you're having trouble getting that in an honest way then yeah i could like that can be difficult (laughs) and like i don't (laughs) see any problem with people kind of like collecting together in a group on the internet or in person to like commiserate on that mm-hmm. but it's obviously when it it the culture turns from being sad at your situation to blaming other people for the reason you're in that situation like that's right. when you get into an issue right and i i looked at one of the like sources on the wikipedia page it led me to a politico ar- article <laughs> led me mm-hmm. to a political article um where it says on the site, early versions of which are preserved on the Internet Archive's Wayback Machine, Alana revealed, quote, I don't really like the term involuntary celibacy, but haven't found a good alternative either, unquote. While she kicked around other possible terms like perpetually single or dating shy, none of them seemed to do the trick. So she didn't even, she wasn't even married to the the term because i think there there is a a bit of a woe is me associated with involuntary celibacy like yeah like it's someone else's fault and i like i think this this quote proves that like she didn't feel totally comfortable with that either but she just couldn't come up with a better term all she wanted was like a support group for like lonely people yeah like that's all and then yeah obviously it was co-opted by just like extreme misogynists who again basically just wanted like a nice way like a nice cover-up for what they were actually doing right and i don't think it was like a single person who who changed the meaning i think it definitely happened over time with you know the building of communities but it's just like it's so profoundly different from what it was originally intended i also think it's interesting like with her saying that she could kick like considered other terms like perpetually single or dating shy in like incel as a as an original term was not um was not just about sex it was about romance and 
relationships. And I think there is a certain degree of that in modern incel culture where it's like, oh, I can't get a girlfriend. Like, I can't get a girl who will do what I want, which, like, that's a whole other thing. But, like, I, like, it wasn't specifically about sex. It was more about loneliness and Mm -hmm. and a lack of intimacy and personal connection and now it's become so much about just sex and i do have to kind of wonder like i'm sure that was like a slow thing happening over time and obviously like not one person who changed that but i have to Mm -hmm. imagine that just like the modern culture of like virgin shaming and Mm -hmm. using virginity as an insult had a lot to do with why it is oh yeah modern insult culture is now just sex not so much focused on romance or kind of just like intimacy as a whole like i have to assume because you know the trope of like some scrub in his mom's basement who's like a greasy nerd who can't have sex like Mm -hmm. that existed far before modern incel culture and it just kind of feels like a lot of like the victimization of nerds the victimization of of that type of geeks you know that that group of people yeah it just kind of feels like all of that kind of stuff that was already circling around just like came together to create like a monster Right. And I think, too, because the incel culture has been co-opted by primarily cis men, it also that's also part of the reason why the focus has turned away from the the romance, the intimacy, the, the loneliness aspect of it and has become mm-hmm. about sex is because that group of people has been taught, has been has been brought up to believe that as men, they they want sex and they need sex and they shouldn't be so soft as to want a romantic relationship. Like it's mm-hmm. really all about sex and they're, and they're brought up to believe that and they, you know, enforce that in their own lives and in the lives of the people around them. And so they take that and they, they kind of push away the more innocent, um, like well-meaning parts of the, the very beginnings of incel culture and they make it about sex. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, this incel culture wasn't, like, born in a bubble. I, you know, a lot no. of things about, like, toxic masculinity and just how men and boys are, like, conditioned in our culture obviously has everything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Not that, again, not that it excuses anything because there's a lot of men that don't do stupid shit because of... I know so the, many men who don't do stupid shit. Uh, I would say like 99.9% of the men I know don't do stupid shit. Well, I I do not like try this, to least. surround myself by men who don't do stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just as a rule. Yeah. It's a, it's just very interesting to think about like what trying to map out like what exactly led us to this point. Mhm. And I don't know. I think I think it's important that we as aspects talk about this because as i kind of alluded to earlier there is some sort of association that some people have of incels with aspects because um they they view us kind of as as opposites yet somehow in the same boat like i feel like, like i've seen some aphobes say that like asexuals are just like incels who like 
yeah want to feel special or like don't want to call themselves incels right like like they view us as like okay well aspects are like people who don't want that but like actually deep down they do they're just repressing it um and so i think it's important that as aspects too we acknowledge that like not only is this mindset fucked up but it's also just like you know we shouldn't be slut shaming we shouldn't be you know victim like placing blame on sex workers or women just for existing like you know like people should have as much consensual sex as they want and if these people who identify as incels do want to have a lot of sex then by all means do that in a safe consensual way like you know if if you really can't find someone to have sex with you pay a sex worker to have sex with you <laughs> like yeah. that's what that's what their purpose is like it's they're literally that's their what job. they're there for yeah and um and so it's like you know that this too gets into the whole uh there's the whole religious angle of it too where it's like oh they the, they were uh, a temptation to him so he had to eliminate them because it was he was feeling ungodly things which is a whole other can of worms but I think that, you know, it's it's important for Aspects to to acknowledge that like, you know, and say out loud that like this is nothing to do with us. We strongly disagree with this. Like we support the the sex workers in this situation. I mean, in most situations I do support sex workers unless one has like, you know, murdered someone in cold blood unless it's just like a bad person who happens to be a sex worker exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) um um, i was gonna say a sex worker who murdered someone but then i was like well what if someone just like attacked them you know well yeah if it was a wrongful (laughs) murder sometimes yeah listen i don't mean to get into this but sometimes murder is necessary (laughs) (laughs) but point being you know as a specs we we don't associate with incels we like we're we're happy to associate with sex workers and you know as as a specs we support people all across the spectrum of um you know whether you want a lot of sex or you want no sex we embrace all of that as long as it's happening in a safe and consensual way you're all cool and that's that's the basis of the a spec uh mindset and the ethos um and a lot of people obviously don't understand the intricacies of that and they're just like oh you're just like incels who are like trying to make yourselves feel better yeah i mean it obviously sucks that we have to spend the time like explaining ourselves and ensuring to people that we are not incels but yeah you know well and so many aspect people have sex well (laughs) yeah and (laughs) the thing is like from the inside we know that like a-spec mm-hmm. culture or like the ESO ethos or like the A-spec lens like we know from with, within the community that like that perspective is very like do what you want to do because it's what you want to do like don't do things right. just because someone tells you to whatever like you know have as much sex as you want to not that someone tells you you need to have like all of that like we know that mm-hmm. that is a very important aspect and because of that there is I feel like if there's not, there at least should be a lot of solidarity between aspects and people like sex workers or people mm-hmm. who like create porn or, you know, mm-hmm. are like anyone in that type of industry. Right. And but from the outside, people just like don't understand that. 
Right. And I also don't want to make it seem like, um, I think all people who identify as incels are unredeemable, horrible people. Because I think if some of them are just better educated and they, they, they learn to understand, you know, like, like people fall into these rabbit holes people fall into incel culture into QAnon for for a reason right like Mm -hmm. it's it's not like they're just doing it for fun and so i think there are plenty of people who identify this way who can still be rescued from it you know well and i think i'll think a lot of it is kind of like at least from like my perception of it is like young men who are just like it's it's very often like 18 to because they're you know you're like spending time on the internet maybe you fall into some like trap chat room or like Mm -hmm. subreddit or whatever and you kind of just like fall into it with and i'm sure a lot of i don't know i can imagine that there's a good amount of people that fall into it that don't realize like how sinister it actually is and like what it's kind of covering up yeah, absolutely. You know? When 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 I was doing a, a smidge of research, I found an article about a guy who like talked about how he had kind of fallen into it and like how it 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 took time and effort and unlearning for him to to get out of it and realize like what had happened to him and how he got there. Well, because if someone is genuinely trying to get to a group that was like the original group back in like mm-hmm. The 90s, the 90s of someone that's just like wants support because you know they're like lonely mm-hmm. like i'm sure that you know there's a million people out there like that who are looking for support because they're having trouble dating or finding intimacy or personal mm-hmm. connection those people mm-hmm. you know if you go on the internet and you look stuff up like that that's what you're gonna find at this point right yeah and i just like I don't, there are so many, like, other things to do if you want to have sex with someone. Like, I don't know, jerk off, maybe. as Maybe that'll help. <laughs> I know it's not quite the same, but, uh, I mean, I think it'll take the edge off, won't it? <laughs> I, I mean, I would have to imagine. I don't know. <laughs> So it's just like, you know, there are other outlets. I mean, first of all, for anyone who's like trying to be like, ah, should I jerk off or murder someone? Like, I think there's like a pretty clear answer to that. But yeah. but also like for, for people who are in it, like even even if you don't immediately get a girlfriend or immediately solve the loneliness problem, like there are things you can do in the meantime to help. Yeah, but I mean, once again... I don't know that not having sex is actually the main concern of a lot of these people. Certainly. Like I, but I, I, yeah. I don't know. I do, I do strongly believe that for a lot of people, that's kind of just a cover up for their actual agenda. I, I agree. I think it's something to hide behind, but I don't want to pretend that it's not a real thing. No. I think for, for the two of us, because we are a spec, it can often be hard to fully understand um, the the whole sex thing and like no, <laughs> no I think I totally sorry there's a camera especially desk. especially for cis men yeah like there 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 were some discussions in our um in our Discord recently we had talked about in a previous episode about like 
the whole like jerking off before a date like that's a pre-date ritual and we were like hmm and there was interesting conversations where uh people who were like assigned male at birth were were kind of talking about their experience with that and I was like that is wild like I just it's something that I can't totally wrap my head around well as always as has been from the very beginning of this podcast you know (laughs) there is a lot that Sarah and I do not understand but continue Mm -hmm. to talk about anyway especially when (laughs) it comes to like male identifying people Mm-hmm. Or male socialized people, yeah, yeah. But no, but, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Like, not not getting anything that you want is difficult, and mm-hmm. especially with things like sex and romance that are so important to so many people. That mm-hmm. I mean, it does suck. But once again, <laughs> don't need to murder there people. There are about it. other ways to deal with that. For example. Yeah see a therapist join a dating site um you know talk to a friend (laughs) jerk off yeah all options all incredible options um okay do we have anything else we want to add at this juncture no okay good um what's our poll for this week why does my cat keep jumping on my desk um i don't know Bogey was in my room earlier today, just sleeping on my bed. But then I uh, did some vacuuming and I um, I traumatized him, so he's not in here. Um, I mean, we could ask, like, do you know anyone who identifies as an incel or as someone who, even if they're not like walking around being like, "Hi, my name is incel," like if <laughs> if they I'm if not- they share that mindset. <laughs> Yeah, because I would be curious to know because I feel like a lot of our listeners probably do, because it's, you know, like on the on the Wikipedia page about incels, like they were saying that like it's unclear how many people really identify this way, whether it's thousands or hundreds of thousands or whatever. But like I think the 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 mindset is very mm-hmm. pervasive, whether or not people are actively in the community or not. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I'd be curious to know. Um, and I guess, like, if you have anything to add, like, about your experiences with those people, or, you know, just give us a shout. Tell Um, us everything. Tell us everything. Kayla, what is your beef and your juice this week? Um, I guess my beef, uh, and my juice is that the other day I did, like, a dance workout, uh mm-hmm. that was like a i guess it was kind of like a zumba-esque situation not really mm-hmm. that this lady did to like a bunch of the songs from mama mia and i was mm-hmm. like i can do that like it's not you know not that intense nothing like not any crazy workout moves it's to music that's fun and i did it but i haven't worked out in about 12 years and also did not properly stretch before and I'm so I'm still sore like 5000 days mm-hmm. later. So And she didn't even do the MK Fit one. She did no. that other lady. I did the other one. Um my uh juice is that I've made a bunch of dumb purchases since I got my <laughs> stimulus check. Um I haven't gotten my stimmy. And one of them is a pin 
like a pin from some uh, like a, a Etsy person that says vaccine slut. Um, <laughs> and the other is there's this company called Nice Shirt Thanks where you just order like a white t-shirt and then send them a couple sentences of like what you want to put what art you want on it and then they interpret your weird request in their own way and usually Mm -hmm. it comes out it's like some very bizarre memes and weird um pictures good and i've been seeing them all over the internet and now i have now i've ordered one oh good gonna be honest i got distracted by my phone and wasn't listening to you so i will uh find out when i edit well won't that be a nice surprise for you (laughs) um my beef is just uh infinite migraine uh i have had a headache for we're we're rolling in on a week now Mm -hmm. um it's not every minute of every day um and it's not like debilitating but it's like not fun either i'm sure it's very annoying um and sometimes ibuprofen is helpful and sometimes it's not and it has it must be a migraine because it's been going on for this long and because ibuprofen hasn't been helping that much and because it's like light sensitive so like i shut all my blinds (laughs) my curtains yeah like that's got that's got to be a migraine plus the migraines i migraine the migraines i do get like they're not like pounding headaches they're just like behind my eyes suffering when i get migraines it's usually behind my eyes and i get very hot i get very hmm. warm it's very hmm. annoying interesting well yeah i've that that um right before we started recording i like felt a headache coming on and i was like should i take ibuprofen now and kayla was like yes <laughs> always so. t- as someone who waits like two hours into the headache to be like i guess i'll take ibuprofen <laughs> yeah yes yeah i had to take a nap during lunch the other day because i just was like i need this to be gone and yeah. it uh, sort of helped um my juice is <sighs> i don't know my juice is all of the dog pictures my sister sends me of Rosie. And then Sarah then sends them And then to I send after. to Kayla. I don't mm-hmm. send all of them to you. I just send the best ones to you. Um, There's a cat I enjoy them. Me. Okay. I enjoy them. Um, cool. You can tell us about your beef, your juice. You can answer our poll on our social media at SoundsFakePod. Um, you can also send us dog pics. We accept that as well. Um, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash soundsfakepod. Again, all of our D&D uh, special episodes are now up. So if you want to become a patron, you can access all of them. Um, our $5 patrons are Jennifer Smart, Asritha Vinakota, Austin Lay, Perry Fierro, D, Quinn Pollock, Emily Collins, Book Marvel, Simona Simon, Jamie Jack, Jessica Shea, Rhea Faustino, Daniel Walker, Livy, Madeline Askew, Lily, James, Corinne, Alice is in Space, Guy Simpson, Brooke Siegel, Ashley W, Savannah Cozart, Harry Haston Dugan, Soup, who is valid and to whom I apologize for this week's episode not being Funny. Amanda Kiker, Rashad, <laughs> Jacob Weber, Rory, Amberly Estar, Rachel, Kate Costello, John, Ariel Laxo, Ellie, Tessa, Matias T, Chris Lortano, Sam Kelly, Scott Ainsley, Orlene Visley, Julianne, Lost in Space, Colleen Walsh, and Matty, who bumped up from a $2 patron. Um, and did you know, dear listeners, that we have two different patrons named Maddie, spelled M A T T I E? 
Two of them. The more Different people. you know. Um, our $10 patrons are Arkness, who would like to promote Trevor Project, Benjamin Abar, who would like to promote me playing D&D, which is on our Patreon now, Anonymous, who would like to promote Halloween, Sarah McCoy, who would like to promote podcasts from Planet Weird, my Aunt Jeannie, who would like to promote Christopher's Haven, and also, I'm just gonna add this in for her, um, today is, um, their, her dog's birthday, and her dog's name is Bucky Barnes, and it's also the release date of Winter Soldier and the Falcon, which is a wonderful coincidence, so, just Mm. a just a note for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Cass, who would like to promote the best of luck on the journey of self-identification. Thanks, Cass. Dog Rice, who would like to promote Native by Caitlin Curtis, H. Valdez. Purple Chickadee, who would like to promote using they as a gender-neutral single singular pronoun. Barefoot Backpacker, who would like to promote Reclaim the Night. Steve, who would like to promote Ecosia. R.E.K., who would like to promote Thought Slime. The Other Maddie, who would like to promote Union- the Union Series by T.H. Hernandez. Eric and Carissa, who would like to promote the overflow of heteronormativity. Overthrow. Did I, did I say overflow of heteronormativity? You did, which is not what we want. We don't want, we don't want that at all. We, don't, we do not want that. We want the overthrow of heteronormativity. Andrew Hillam, who would like to promote the Invisible Spectrum podcast. Aaron, who would like to promote free forehead kisses. Kadir, who would like to promote gnocchi feta fettuccine is a wonderful name for any cat. Potato, who would like to promote potatoes. Changeling MX, who would like to promote starshipchangeling.net. Sarah Kujawa, who would like to promote her dog's Instagram at aviat the husky and fucking david j david, <laughs> david and tiger j we have not yet asked we have i did ask him I, j- oh. I asked an hour ago yeah that's not <laughs> so I, unlikely to get a response that quickly um wow i this ever, what oh kayla just hung up on me i would just like you all to know i'm gonna leave this in um kayla did just hang up on me uh i'm gonna call her back oh it was forwarded to a voicemail maybe hmm i wonder what happened oh i bet her phone died oh man kayla's phone probably died um i'm just gonna keep going um Listen, every time that we get a new patron from someone we respect and, like, already know in the ASPEC community, we lose our minds. Our $15 patrons are NathanielJWhiteDesigns.com. Well, no. Well, Nathaniel... Oh, look who's called me now. It's Kayla. Did your phone die? I thought your phone died because I tried to call you back and it went straight to voicemail. I tried to call you back and it went straight to voicemail. Maybe we called each other at the same time. That was bizarre. And I, I my, my phone was literally face down on the, on the table. Like I didn't touch it. <laughs> and I it just, know. anyway, I kept going. Nathaniel White, okay. Nathaniel J. White, designs.com. My mom, Julie, who would like to promote free mom hugs. Sarah, who is eternal lolly everywhere. Andy A, who would like to promote being in unions, the IWW. Martin Giselle, who would like to promote the podcast. Everyone's special and no one is. Layla, who would like to promote love is love. Also applying to arrow people. Shrubbery, who would like to promote the planet earth. Tia Chappelle, who would like to promote twitch.tv slash Melody Dia. Sharonda J. Brown, who was one of those people who we were just like, wow. We know you, and now you're a patron. Maggie Pablo, who would like to promote the dogs Leia Mini, and Dragonfly, who would like to promote um, taking ibuprofen when you first feel pain and not, like, waiting and being like, oh, it'll go away. It won't. It won't. It won't. It will not. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. And until then, take good care of your cows.